It's your mail, I got your bad news. I'm sitting here with a bottle of fucking booze. They call me sticks when I spit on the mic. Roll the joints tight, but life is nice. I get you sworn iron and trolley pouring Barbados. Going cocaine, fucking odds. Living life like a vintage rockstar Charlie. that hobo is back on the mic this is a world renowned joe madness show so we're going to continue it on with the coronavirus awareness and i feel like it's an important thing to do so what i have done i have taken many of videos on youtube because you know these motherfuckers do all the work for you and i don't know anything about it so let's figure it out together why not Alright, so I had some time today, and I pre-selected all these videos because I kind of figured, you know what, the world is kind of in shambles right now, and it doesn't seem like too many people are talking about it, which is ridiculous. I feel like if something huge is going on around you, you know, fuck your life, man. Your humanity could be on the verge of extinction. You know, a lot of people out there, they go to work, they go home to the kids. You know, a lot of people out there live a lot of shitty lives and kind of seems like, you know, unless they listen to podcasts, unless they turn on that TV, man, they don't know what's going on in the world. Nobody really gives a shit. So here we go. You know, just kind of break the ice a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Alright, it starts to silver. I think I was watching for a little bit. It's the worst global pandemic since Baby Shark. There are now over 80,000 confirmed cases in 40 countries, including 57 confirmed cases right here in the United States. Alright, so this video was published on. Today. Actually, uploaded to YouTube. February 26th. I've just received another briefing from a great group of talented people. We're ready to adapt and we're ready to... I mean, obviously, they're kind of making light this situation, but you know what? Well, it gets people listening. It's all good, you know? Our country is very low and those people are getting better. We're very, very ready for this. I'm going to be putting our vice president, Mike Pence, in charge. I'm going to ask Mike Pence to say a few words, please. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mr. President. Yes, this is major news. Vice President Mike Pence will be in charge of America's effort to contain the... Now, obviously, we can't really show footage of anything because... Mike Pence has a lot of experience. You got copyright infringement laws, you know how that goes. His whole life. This is great. And some might be worried. Some might be worried because when Mike Pence was governor of Indiana, he enabled an HIV outbreak when he didn't follow the advice of public health officials. But I'll be honest, I still feel safer with him than with Trump. 
Because Trump, first of all, if you saw the briefing, didn't seem to know anything that we didn't. It's like he just gets his news online with us. Just like, I, I saw a thing, it looks bad, it's really, really bad. <laughs> it's like some people have, a lot of people have it, you might have, I, 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 I don't even know that. Damn, I think that's how everybody earlier, feels, though. Earlier this week, earlier this week, when Trump was briefed... Like, what does Trump really know? I don't know. About a pandemic hurting people, he probably knows a lot, though. Because that's Trump's real nightmare, right? If his stock market gets sick. Yeah, he would be like, no, not my poor stock market. <laughs> not Wall Street. I'll nurse you back to health with my special chicken <laughs> soup. <laughs> ah, this guy's fucking hilarious. What's his name? I think his name's like Noah or something. It's delicious. Don't judge. Don't judge. The Diet Coke undoes the KFC. <laughs> and also, also, when Trump first talked about the coronavirus earlier this week, I'm not going to lie, it wasn't exactly reassuring. The uh, coronavirus, which is... Um, you know, very well under control in our country. We uh, have very few people with it. The people are getting better. They're all getting better. I think that whole situation will start working out. A lot of talent, a lot of brain power is being put behind it. Two and a half billion dollars we're putting in. There's a very good chance you're not going to die. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Okay, we're... We're definitely all gonna die. There's only that one fucking continent. You know, Trump, Trump yeah, this Corona bullshit is not on, which is Antarctica. Last time I heard, anyways. Because a president is like a parent. They're supposed to make people feel like they have things under control. Trump is like, yeah, maybe you never like. This is like a worldwide problem. The more people need to talk about. Under my bed? Are they there? Be like, I don't know, kid. Probably not. But uh. Nobody knows for sure. Nobody knows. I mean, you could have swallowed a tiny monster and it's growing in your tummy right now. <laughs> Nobody knows. Damn. All right, good night, buddy. So the question is, what is the latest news from the coronavirus and how is it affecting the world? Well, let's find out in our brand new segment. Is this how we die? Damn, it might be. Never fucking know. is the coronavirus, also known as COVID-19, or Kofifi. Kofifi. But we laughed. Now, scientists are still learning about this virus because it's so new. What we do know, though, is that it's extremely contagious and that it looks different depending on which news channel you're watching. Yeah, on NBC, it looks like <laughs> On ABC, it looks like Nickelodeon slime. Uh, on CBS, oh, it looks like radioactive cauliflower. And on Fox News, they just made it look like Hillary Clinton. Lock it up. Lock it up. And now while America is bracing for the worst, other countries around the world are in the thick of it. So let's go over to Japan, where the coronavirus isn't just uh -oh. getting sick. It's, it's an airplane. The 2020 Olympic Games in Tokyo might be canceled because of the outbreak. A senior member of the International Olympics Committee told the Associated Press, you're probably looking at a cancellation if the coronavirus outbreak isn't curtailed by May. You're talking about hundreds of thousands of people coming from 200 plus countries. All Ooh, man. Here in That's Tokyo a problem. For a few weeks and then going back out to their home countries. If they don't get this thing under control, the potential for a major public health crisis and outbreak is huge. Yes, the Olympics might be canceled because of the coronavirus. What about the Special Olympics, though? Anybody think about that one? Because I was going to compete in the shot puts. Yeah, no, for real. One of those big guys was going to throw me. Now, canceling the Olympics is a pretty big deal. 
In fact, the event has only ever been cancelled for world wars and its old tweaks, but it makes sense. <laughs> Hosting a worldwide competition during a pandemic is a recipe for disaster, right? And it's bound to affect the quality of the sports. I mean, you can't have that when there's diseases going on. I mean, can you imagine the relays? They're gonna have the slowest times ever. No one's gonna want to touch the same baton. Just be like, ew, 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 ew. And good luck breaking records in the pool when you're dressed like this. So, the this guy's wearing a camsuit. Threat. And you might be thinking, with this level of danger, we should be turning to God. But as we're learning uh -oh. from the Philippines, God may not be able to help. Millions of Christians around the world are observing Ash Wednesday today. It marks the start of Lent, a season of fasting and prayer all leading up to Easter. This year, out of precaution for the coronavirus, some churches are sprinkling ashes on the heads of churchgoers instead of smudging it on their foreheads. Yes, as unbelievable as it sounds, because of the coronavirus, many Catholic priests are just sprinkling ashes on their parishioners. <laughs> a religious salt bay. Fucking crazy, man. And that's how you know the coronavirus is serious. Because even the church is afraid. Like, if coronavirus was around in the Bible, Jesus would have been like, I will lay hands on this leper, and I will raise the dead. And for the whole oh, coronavirus, no, 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 no. Let me turn this water into Purell. I ain't touching that shit. <laughs> So Japan and the Philippines are taking major precautions. But all the way over in Iran, things are already getting out of control. Iran has suffered the highest number of coronavirus deaths outside of China. Yeah, damn. dead and 95 cases reported. On Monday, the country's deputy health minister went on TV insisting the Iranian government had the coronavirus under control. Man, this guy's sweating profusely. was announced that he himself had contracted the virus. God damn. Are you shitting me? The health minister came out saying everything is fine, but then he's got the disease? So not only is this virus super contagious, it also has a sick sense of humor. <laughs> It's bad enough that the health minister, the deputy health minister, is sick, but it's even worse. like everybody's getting sick, though, man. That's crazy. How do you know if you got it, though? And spreading it around. We're going to find out, right? Oh, shit. say that that guy's career is over. Let's be honest, the health minister that gets sick will never be trusted again. Yeah, it's like, everybody needs to wash their hands. People are like, man, why would we listen to you, you sick-ass bitch? Oh, my gosh. ...has now spread from Europe to the U.S., the Middle East, and all the way... That's fucking crazy, man. Ugh. So remember, people, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Cover your cough and stay away from that Iranian health official. Alright, let's go on to the next video. This is fucking nuts. There's a good chance you're probably not gonna die. Alright, so this is a guy. He's on YouTube. His name's, uh, I think his brand's name is Valuetainment. He's talking about the coronavirus impact of global market crash. Alright, let's see what he's got to say. Pretty smart guy. He's got a big following on YouTube. Because so far we've had 1,500 deaths. All right, here we go. Start it over again. So why did the Chinese stock market drop 9.1% in a single day? Not a stock. Fucking stock market's even getting affected by this shit. I don't you guys have been listening to it. After the coronavirus pandemic spread and all over the place to the point where Apple, Microsoft, Samsung, Google, Tesla, all of them have plans 
They have tens of thousands of employees in China working for them. They send everybody home. They shut them all down. The province of Hubei, 50 million people leaving. China's like the worst place where this shit could pop off at. Seems like everybody gets their shit from China. She's on stage talking about coronavirus. Everybody's talking about this and how it affects them. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about the pandemics in the past and how many death tolls we've had, the different conspiracy theories we're hearing about, then how the market responded six months later, 12 months later, both in the U.S. and worldwide when a virus like this took place in the past and how all of this affects your finances. My coronavirus explained. So before I get into it, if this is your first time visiting this channel, this is the number one channel on YouTube for entrepreneurs. If you haven't yet subscribed to the channel, please do so. There's hundreds of videos on business, hiring, firing, raising money, and many interesting interviews that you can watch. This guy's got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Let's get right into it. So coronavirus, what is it? What type of a virus is it? Coronavirus is a zoonotic type transmitted between animals and people. The origins is from a city called Wuhan, which is the capital of Hubei. About 50 million people live there uh, in this province in China. So now how does this uh, coronavirus spread? Well, it's through coughing and sneezing. It's through close personal contact, touching and shaking hands, or touching an object with the virus on it, then touching your nose, your mouth, and your eyes. And here's the countries that are affected by this. Now keep this in mind, when I say countries affected by this, doesn't mean they've had a person that died. Because so far, we've had 1,500 death tolls. All right, so this video was made about a week ago. We have later found out that it's pretty much invaded all continents except Antarctica. South Korea, Japan, Taiwan, Vietnam, Singapore, Australia, Belgium, Cambodia, Canada, Egypt, Finland, France, Germany, India, Italy, Malaysia, Nepal, Philippines, Russia, Spain, Sri Lanka, Sweden, Thailand, UAE, and last but not least, UK. Now, keep this part in mind. I'm not going to get into what kind of a virus this is because that's very technical. It'd be an hour video, and quite frankly, I'm not a doctor to do that. I'm specifically talking about effects of it worldwide and the economy. So now there's two words you hear about. Epidemic, pandemic. The real difference between epidemic and pandemic is epidemic is more local. Pandemic is global. Yeah, it's worldwide. just fucking up pandemic, man. Within a nation, fucking everywhere. Pandemic, but if it starts going from U.S., China, South Korea, Japan, now we're talking about a pandemic. Pandemic is a form of an epidemic is what it is, right? So now pandemics. What are the largest pandemics we've ever had that have affected the most people and cost the most lives? I'll go from top to bottom. So at the top is the Black Death, which was between 1346-1353. Somewhere between 75 to 200 million people died. Now keep this in mind. Obviously, this is purely numbers that have been passed down. Nothing is 100%. But this is the data that you see when you uh, do some research. Second one is flu uh, pandemic that was in 1918. Around 200 to 50 million people died. HIV virus from 2005 to 2012, 36 million people died. I want to say he left off the Spanish flu, which is the biggest one. 25 million people died. Fifth was Antonine Plague, which was at 165 AD. Five million people died there. Then you have the Asian flu, 1956 to 1958. Two million people died. Then you have flu, uh, 1968, a million. Third, cholera, which is 1852 to 1860, another million. Then you have the Asiatic and Russia flu from 1889 to 1890, which is another million. And last but not least is the sixth cholera between 1910 and 1911. Over 800,000 people died. And keep this part in mind. Every one of these you're looking at is over 800,000 lives. And it's third world countries. And it's pre, pre-1968. I know HIV is recent, but pre-1968. So it wasn't as advanced as it, as it is today. And coronavirus so far is only 1,500 documented death toll, which is still a big number. you got to pay attention to. The biggest concern here is 
to make sure momentum doesn't take off and all of a sudden it goes to 100,000, 200,000, a million, because that really impacts a lot of people's lives, economy, uh, it can really affect a lot of different things. So let's compare SARS to coronavirus. SARS was originated in Beijing, coronavirus in Wuhan. SARS pandemic was in 0203. Coronavirus was in 2020. China's percentage of world GDP in 03 was only 8.7%. But China today is 19.3% of world's GDP. They used to be the sixth largest economy when SARS took place. Today, they're the second largest economy. Why is this important? It's a very big difference when you're 8.7% of world GDP to 193 Now you're the second largest economy in the world. So if something happens to China, everybody's affected by it because the only economy above China is who? U.S. So this is why a lot of industries are taking hits, whether it's travel, manufacturing, shipping, tech. Shit, everything comes from China. Stuck on a ship That's fucking nuts. Because they're worried about the virus coming to them. You're hearing casino business, Macau. Macau's a tourist place. People go to Macau regularly, shut down. So it's affecting many different industries. Some scary shit, man. It really is. So the first conspiracy theory you're hearing about is from Tito Soto, who is the Senate president from Philippines. And he gets up and he shows this video, this 10-minute video, in front of about 150 decision makers there and says, this is all the works of China. China's using the coronavirus as a way to weaponize against its people, right? And there was a big dispute. We'll put the link up for you to watch it if you haven't seen it yet. Wow, that's so interesting. These governments using this virus to attack innocent people. You're seeing a lot of folks that are coming. The government's coming in, pulling people, throwing them into trucks, like quarantine, you know, to, to get them. Yeah, we talked about that in the last video. People are screaming. These videos are going viral. Citizens of China are posting this. They're taking them down. People are getting arrested for no reason. So that's part of it where some are saying that's one of the things that's taking place. Some are saying U.S. military and CIA is directly involved. You know, another one is China stole this virus from Canada to weaponize it against its own people. Uh, Russian TV host says it's Trump's fault. A Russian All right, skip ahead a little bit. The U.S. pharmaceutical companies behind this. And how does this affect the marketplace? when it's taking place because immediately when this happens a lot of people panic let's see what history tells us about what happened to the stock market both with S&P 500 as well as the Morgan Stanley no idea what he's talking about but why not let's listen to it indexes worldwide to measure how the world is doing world economy is doing so if you look at this I'm not going to give you all the numbers you can go look at the link below to study this for yourself you're mainly looking for red meaning the market drop Green says the market went up. I'll give you the list of pandemics, which month it was, then six-month change in S&P 500, 12-month change also in S&P 500, then I'll give you six-month for the MSCI, how it responded worldwide, okay? So HIV, it's red across the board. Six months later, 0.3, 12 months later, it was negative 16.5. All right, so this guy's basically just talking about the stock market, how it's getting affected, you know? Clip ahead a little bit. That this is why most people don't trust the Chinese government. You know, the Chinese government said out of their 1.5 billion people that lived there in 2016, only 56 people died from the seasonal flu. And in 2017, only 41 people died from the seasonal flu. And in 2019, 144 died from seasonal flu. And they talk about their unemployment. It's only 3.2% in the last 20 years because the government controls the data that they give to the public. You got to be naive to believe whatever the Chinese government puts out data-wise because they're trying to protect themselves to show to the world that they're doing really, really good. Of course they have more people that died from food than 56 in 2016 because worldwide it's 500,000. So again, 500,000 is here, 1,500 is here. Is it really that crazy to 
you know, put all this content online, spend hundreds of hours on TV, putting that fear into you and I, I'm not telling you it's not worthy of the content because we have to be aware. Listen, military slogan is very simple. Stay alert, stay alive. If you're too paranoid, you can't enjoy anything about your life. <laughs> <laughs> you show this guy with a fucking foil tin helmet. helmet. Enjoy, right? So you look at that part. Then the last thing I want you to be thinking about is... Anything well, else in there? going to be the first time or the last time that they're going to use fear hmm. to control the populace. Keep this part of mind. How many maybe. people think are going to watch this video? How many? A half a million, maybe a million views, maybe two million, three million. Maybe like a U.S.-China trade war video. This case, three million views. There's seven million people living in the world. You know for how many centuries the government and people of power and mainstream media has used fear to control the people? Do you know for how long powerful people have used fear tactics to control the people? For centuries, and it ain't never stopping. The difference is yep. they have more tools to do it, and they're in your face more. Notification, 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 notification. Fear, 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 fear. Look, look, look. Immobilize. But during the same entire time, there's a group of people that sit when they see this taking place, they sit there and say, don't overreact. Military says, stay alert, stay alert. Listen, wash your hands. I will tell you that. Take care of your body. Be careful how many times you're touching your have a face. Keep washing your hands. If there's one thing that we can get from this, there's nothing wrong with washing your hands 20, 30 times a day. There's only so much you can do, though. I mean, come on. Have whatever you can around you to take care of yourself. These airplanes are going all over the goddamn fucking world. You can't overreact. If you overreact, you will take a hit. You'll have missed opportunities. I did a video a year ago talking about how to capitalize a market crash. You know what's the first point I talk about? Monetize fear. Not impose fear. Monetize fear. The government's going to impose fear. The media's going to impose fear. That doesn't mean you need to be controlled by fear. You need to stay in control. Don't overreact. Do your research. Watch this video. I mean, obviously, we covered coronavirus, the pandemics in the past, SARS versus coronavirus, the different conspiracy theories, history-wise what it's done, market 9%, seasonal flu, half a million. You go do your own research. You don't, don't take everything anybody says and go, you go do your research. I'm doing these things. So you say... I don't know about that. Let me go do my own research. Great. All right, let's I go to the next video. Smarter and smarter and smarter. Then you make better moves in times like this. So you end up winning. Got a lot of good information. You want to check it out? Value payment. Your loved ones, your family, and you're not controlled by the media. The there we go. So this one's called Coronavirus Sparking Fears. It could become a pandemic. One might argue it already is. Rapidly spreading across continents. Raising fears, it could become a pandemic. Pandemics start small, as a local cluster of a new disease. The cluster may grow into an outbreak or even become a widespread epidemic. If it spreads across the planet, it becomes known as a pandemic. Pandemics are highly contagious, moving rapidly and infecting many people. Humans usually have zero immunity to them. The most devastating pandemic in world history was the Spanish influenza of 1918, which killed between 20 million and 40 million people. Damn, it's a lot of people. Recent pandemics include H1N1 or swine flu in 2009 and H3N2 or Hong Kong flu in Don't you just love it when other people do your work for you? No country is it's fucking awesome. To battle a pandemic. The 2014 Ebola outbreak in West Africa didn't become a pandemic, but more than 11,000 people died after a lack of immediate initial investigation, a scarcity of healthcare workers, and then... Yeah, what the hell happened to Ebola? <clears throat> It seems it just kind of came and went. And antibiotics, antiviral drugs and vaccines, and through the creation of a global surveillance system that constantly monitors flu activity. And there is some good news. In a global ranking of countries most prepared for the next pandemic, the United States is at the top of the list. 
All right, that's a short hey, video. Talking about pandemics. Check out these other videos from USA Today to stay up to date. All right, here we go. The next one's just going to be a uh, little just, you know, comedy relief, you know. Got to keep it fresh. This is Brendan Schaub's You'd Be Surprised intro. How are doing, my man? Another shop for the road? No, I probably shouldn't, man. I'm shooting my first comedy special tonight. Oh, wow. Good for you. Good for you. I, uh, I dabbled a little myself in comedy. How long have you been doing it? Three years. Huh? This one's on me, man. Jesus Christ, this fucking town. Thanks, man. Now, this episode isn't about me at all. It's about letting you guys know about what's happening. This fucking terrorizing illness. This disease, this virus. Fat ass over here. How you doing? Yeah, I know you're big ass to come back. Okay, uh, you know what? I'll just do three, three tacos, man. I'm kind of in a rush. I got you. It's a food truck. Chill. Chill. What? Give me two days, one B. Yo, big man. What do you got there? Come on. Stop. You had a chance you got to check this fucking intro video out to his comedy special. It's pretty funny. Come on. It's amusing. Come on. Enjoy, man. All right. Thanks, man. Oh, I'm allergic to fish. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, What's up, man? Not much. Come on, I'm Shaw. <laughs> oh, my. Yes, of course. Dude, come on in. Thank you. You're going to love this guy. <laughs> Plays like eight characters. It's funny. Excuse me. Excuse me, Scott. Oh, he's rolling up in a wig. I can't wait. BD is <clears throat> big dude energy. I can't wait to get my hands on him. Woo! This is badass. The intro is like awesome. Fucking Joe Rogan introducing his best friend. Fucking awesome. All right, let's get into it. So you want to check out his comedy special? It was. He played back in May of 2019, I believe. All right, all right. So the next video is gonna be. U.S. coronavirus case puts officials on high alert. We're going to start now with the CDC now confirming a person in California may be the first in the country to get infected through so California spread, meaning the source of the infection is unknown. Worldwide, there are now cases in 49 countries and more than 82,000 cases confirmed around COVID-19 here in America. And U.S. airlines are now suspending some flights and offering travel waivers for flights to Italy and South Korea and Japan's prime minister is now closing schools. Must some scary ass shit, man. For weeks. Closing down schools in Japan. Good morning, Steve. Good morning to you, Robin. Health officials here at the CDC have been greatly worried about these outbreaks that have been happening across the world, worried that something similar could happen here, and because of that, they are closely watching this case in California. 
There's now an American case of the coronavirus uh -oh. U.S. health authorities on high alert this morning. The CDC has confirmed that a person in Northern California has come down with the virus and for the first time in this country, the virus appears to have spread to this person without them having recently returned from a foreign country or without a close contact to someone who was already known to be infected. Investigators are now tracing this patient's recent movements and contacts to see who else may have been exposed. This is happening as California officials are working to track down the places and people who were visited by a Korean Airlines flight attendant who has now tested positive for the coronavirus. Authorities say she worked international flights that came in and out of LAX. We're disinfecting the problem with the goddamn fucking airplanes, man. They fucking go everywhere. Points of entry and those places where we could see come in and create a vector are as secure as we can possibly make them. This same flight attendant was working a flight from Israel on February 15th, where 30 people were later diagnosed with the disease. God damn. Health officials on Long Island are watching 83 people who may have been in Long Island. They were asked to voluntarily isolate themselves for Fuck. 15 days. The panic has spread across the globe. An American soldier in South Korea has tested positive, and the U.S. military is now ordering extra screenings of all service members. The military is now restricting all non-essential Department of Defense travel to the Republic of Korea. Health officials are screening all passengers who have traveled to mainland China and some scary ass stuff, man. It really is. So far, despite the hundreds of people sick in Italy, no keep it classic, baby. From that, right? Robin. All right. Thank you so much. Hi, everyone. George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, this is 85, same fucking year I was born. All right, let's go to the next video. Let's keep it rolling. There's so many videos to play. Bringing you all the news conveniently located in one spot. All right, here we go. Allow me to address an issue that I know. Allow me. All right, so this is Vice President Pence addresses coronavirus at CPAC. This is not the time for part partisanship. No idea what that means. Here we go. I guess he's basically just saying that, hey, you know what? Impact of the coronavirus. We should all work together as one. President Donald Trump has no higher priority than the health, safety, and well-being of the American people. Everybody's clapping. Everybody's excited. Last month, following word of the outbreak of the coronavirus in China, President Trump took unprecedented action protect the health of Americans. He declared a public health emergency. We suspended travel to the United States from China. We initiated quarantine efforts for American citizens. That barely happened though, barely. White House. Seemed like it should have happened a long time ago. Which has literally met every single day to protect the American people. As of today, we have 15 cases of coronavirus that have been detected in the United States with only one new case detected in the last two weeks. There's another 45 cases that have been diagnosed among Americans who've been repatriated from China. And while one American Repeat is hospitalized, huh? thankfully all the patients have been treated and are doing well. They're doing well? They got coronavirus. 
Nobody's been cured by this. What do you mean they're doing well? And while the risk to the American public remains low, as the president said yesterday, we're ready. We're ready. Nah, I don't ready. think you are, man. I really don't. I think we're all fucked. Unfortunately. You like a fucking miracle. And I promise you, we will continue <clears throat> to bring the full resources. It kind of seems like the stock market just keeps dropping and dropping and dropping. Now, if you don't think that affects you because you don't participate in that, it's basically the world economy. You know? Stock market's doing bad. I mean, shit's all fucked up all around. Tell my prices are affected the on American goods and services. To work it affects everybody's day in and day out lives, you know? Daily. It's going to work with leaders in both parties. We'll work with leaders across this nation at the state and local level. And this president will always put the health and safety of America first. All right, let's go to the next video. Confirming a person in California may be the first in the country to get infected through so-called health officials in China say. All right, so this one is called coronavirus. Recovered patients testing positive again. <clears throat> you know, this is very interesting to point out. But the the one thing they have been doing is. Comparing this coronavirus to the flu, right? Common cold, whatever you want to call it. And call me crazy though, but once you get the flu, you don't really get it again for a while. It might be another year. You don't ever get the flu, at least I haven't. I haven't heard anybody, you know, going through this anyways. But you get the flu and then you recover from it. A few days later, a week later, you're not going to have the fucking flu again. Right? Your body builds up some type of immunity. Now, what they're talking about now, patients supposedly recovered, and then they tested positive again. So, kind of makes you wonder, though, did they really recover, or was it just bullshit fucking news? Around 14% of patients who had the coronavirus but recovered have tested positive again. The same phenomenon has been reported in Japan, where a woman in her 40s tested positive for a second time after being released from hospital. Officials in both countries have said they are still learning about this new virus. In China, the number of infected continues to rise. We've got 433 new cases reported on Wednesday. All but 24 of those are in Hubei, where it all began. The numbers in South Korea continually bouncing up too. The total number of cases has now reached more than 1,000. Keep in mind, they're only pointing out countries, certain ones. It's just fucking worldwide. I don't know if you knew that. Fucking scary. It's already in the hometowns of everybody. Especially in the U.S. Whatever happens, we're totally prepared. We have the best people in the world. Uh, you see that from the study. Uh, we have the best prepared people, the best people in the world. Uh, Congress is willing to give us much more than we're even asking for. It's nice for a change. I don't know. Uh, but we are uh, totally... I mean, on one side, you got to you know, want to try to believe them, but... We have, I mean, the facts are facts, man. It's going to be very well under control. Now, it may 
It gets bigger. It may get a little bigger. It may not get bigger at all. We'll see what happens. But a little bigger. It's been growing. What happens, we're totally prepared. We have this story covered from all over the globe with correspondents in a place right around the world. Elise Preston from CBS News joins us from New York. Jenny Hill, the BBC's Jenny Hill in Tokyo and in Dubai, our correspondent Samir Hashmi. Elise, if we can start with you, is it clear then what the Trump administration's policy is at the moment around coronavirus? Because it's been slightly mixed messages from the president. Well, Lucy, as you heard from President Trump, he is trying to ease fears and urge calm here in the U.S. He's repeatedly said that the U.S. The one thing he shouldn't do is uh, get a handle on a potential spread. Not be worried. And just yesterday, you should be scared. Mr. Trump Vice President Mike Pence to head the administration's response. I mean, you, you keep in mind the type of lifestyle Mr. President Trump leads. He lives. I mean, I, I wouldn't have a fucking war in the world either. You know? At a billion dollars? Two billion dollars? How much is in your bank account? specific details about how that will get done as time goes on. Elise, thanks for that. Jenny in Tokyo, huge concern today, it seems, that people are testing positive twice now for the coronavirus. Well, this is one case, yes, we learned about this today, a woman in her 40s who was treated and discharged from holiday at the very beginning of February, only now to test positive again. So, yes, that's raising huge concerns here. As is the Japan now has 186 cases of the virus, not including the cruise ship. And actually, just before I came on air, we learned that another 13 people... More than 700 people on Diamond Princess were affected. You know what that is, that's the cruise liner. Huge concern for the Japanese authorities because in five months' time, this country is due to host the 2020 Olympics. And this crew is now not going to leave for another 14 days. I don't know how many days it's been, but goddamn, that's a long time. Um, but we also have heard today from Tokyo's Olympics organizing committee. I was saying that U.S. and South Korea postponed joint military exercises. Concerns the spread of the virus could lead to the pandemic. I, I think we're already there, you guys. I really do. I, I really think it's, it's a pandemic. I mean, it's already fucking worldwide, basically. So if you're listening right now, I didn't really talk too much because I wanted to really get this information out. But you got to join the fight. You got you got a fucking audience. We all do. You know, fuck whatever else is going on in our lives. This this shit's fucking important. You know, to sit there and spread awareness to everybody out there watching and listening. There's some important stuff going on right now on the planet. It could basically have humankind as we know it on our fucking knees begging for mercy. It's a travesty. It really is. They certainly saw a surge in the number of cases and then that spread to neighboring countries like You know, if you're not going to fucking join the fight, at least share the video. That way people have a fighting chance of what's coming up ahead. It's all about time in history to be a part of. And Samir, what is the potential economic impact of this? 
Well, if you look at the region, uh, still no tangible data to say how much has been the impact, but there are signs of it. So if you talk about countries like the UAE or Dubai, where I'm right now. You know, everybody's so calm talking about it, you know. Season, including uh, one million Chinese. You know, a lot of people don't talk about it. Is so we have seen a fall in what happens in two months when it's just out of fucking control? Oil is the other one. This region is one of the biggest producers of oil. The Saudis are the biggest supplier of oil to China. They've already seen demand going down. I mean, we so could very well see the end of days right now. At least put pressure on their economy. And this also comes at a time when the Saudis are trying to give a push to tourism. They have liberalized their visa rules to attract. Yeah, you know, everybody tourists. likes talking about zombies. Uh, everybody likes talking about this uh, and that. I mean, we will see a <sighs> obviously, if you guys ain't paying attention, this fucking disease, this virus, is evolving. It's mutating. And Jenny, back to you. You have some breaking news to bring us. Yeah, we've just learned um, in the last few minutes or so that the Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe is calling for the closure of all Japan's public schools temporarily. They close down the fucking schools in Japan. The, the public ones, anyways. Here in Japan, as the number of new cases continues to rise. You know, if you haven't been paying attention, watching. You probably don't give a shit, you know, which is fine. As long as you know about it, though. You know, we talk about this virus mutating. You know, there, there are facts out there that prove this. You're talking about people wearing Kim suits and still getting infected. How does that happen? You're talking about a place in California, Northern Cali, where this guy didn't go anywhere. He didn't travel nowhere. They're calling it a community-based infection. And nobody knows how it happened. There are people that have recovered, supposedly, from this virus and are getting infected again. They're testing positive for it again. That's a, that's a lot of stuff to digest there. But I'm getting a headache just thinking about it. <clears throat> you know, how do you fix a problem that nobody really knows anything about? You know, was this thing going on globally where there's people smarter than us? You can't figure it out? I think we got a fucking problem. I think we're in trouble. I think we are... We are straight up going down something with lots and lots of turmoil and terrible times ahead. Allow me to address an issue that I know is on the hearts and minds of people all All right, let's go to the next video. The potential impact of the coronavirus here in America. All right, so this one's about... President Donald Trump has no higher priority. This one's about four minutes. Coronavirus. How is it affecting the economy? This is from BBC News Insight. Or actually, Newsnight. ...for more than a tenth of global trade. So the first thing is um, that more people are... All right, so we're going to restart the video. Economic contagion. The blow from the coronavirus outbreak could push Singapore's economy into recession. Ripples around the world, hitting airlines, car makers, tech firms, retail, oh. and tourism. 
How is a disease where 99% of the confirmed cases are in mainland China causing such global disarray? At the risk of stating the obvious, China's economy is big, much bigger than when SARS hit in 2003. Then mainland China was the world's sixth largest economy. It's now the second biggest with nearly 20% of global activity. Its share of global growth is even higher, about a third. And as China has grown, so have its imports and exports. It now accounts for more than a tenth of global trade. So the first thing is um, that more people are affected uh, by this virus outbreak than they were around SARS. And the second thing is the policy initiative taken by the Chinese authorities. They are quite aggressive and they imply that the Chinese economy has been closed for a long time, which in itself will result in a drag to the economy. And that is going to spill over to the rest of the world because China plays an important role both in terms of its size of the global economy, but also in its trade link with other countries and its move up in global supply chains. One important way China's shutdown will affect the world is through tourism. China is the world's largest tourist, with 150 million travellers heading abroad each year. The Chinese are big shoppers when they're overseas. They spend almost three times as much as the average visitor to the UK. So Burberry and other global luxury goods groups will feel the abrupt halt in Chinese travel. But tourist attractions will feel the change too. The Shakespeare Birthplace Trust... A lot of good information. ...to numbers are down 15%. A lot of stuff to keep in mind of what's happening around you. But the more unpredictable impact is through China's role as a supplier of parts to the world. In cars, say, China accounted for just 1% of global auto parts exports in 2003, but now provides 8%. Its role in consumer electronics and electrical components is much larger, prompting warnings from companies like Apple and Samsung. You're talking about how it's affecting the world, man. more than half the world's NAND flash products, a type of memory used in PCs and laptops. That's already causing problems, according to one technology company. There are already um, shortages in, in solid-state disk. Um, uh, there's, there's quite a significant level of price. I mean, you think this is not affecting you. They're telling you right now it is. Uh, in excess of Do something about it. Let everybody know about it. Uh, two weeks, um, and they're continuing rise at the moment um there's uh, there's a lot of lockdown on um you know this is a beautiful thing we're doing right now solid state disc as well um so the more people watch this goddamn video the number that you can actually buy as well it gives them a fighting chance uh, against this horrific uh, travesty that's going on in the world the supply chain as well so nobody uh, can explain why it's happening but it's happening at the moment it's already here the uk is less reliant on china than big asian economies but there is concern Newsnight's been told that the government has already been in touch with some of the big business groups asking for information from their members. Are they already seeing problems from coronavirus? And which parts of their supply chain could be vulnerable? Even once the virus is brought under control, the economic fallout may linger. Cuts to air and sea cargo could mean capacity shortages and higher prices as factories start up again. China, the engine of global trade, has stalled. And that means slow going for the global economy. Health officials and... All right, let's go to the next video. All right, so let's provide a little comedy relief. You know, it's a lot of...
A lot of stuff to take in. Good to have a nice little laugh. Here you go, Bernie Mac. <laughs> He's rubbing his dick right now. <laughs> I'm ah, that's funny. I'm heavy structure. I'm hung low. If I pull my shit out, this whole room get dark. <laughs> you don't understand. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. Damn. Probably. Folks be playing ball, man. Then what you get ready to do, man? I'm time to give me a suspect and put something going in. Kick it! <laughs> you don't understand. The crowd's going fucking nuts. Barney is spoken. You gotta love that motherfucker, man. It's fucking funny as hell. Alright, let's go on to the next video. We got a few more. Alright, so coronavirus spreads through every continent except Antarctica. Let's hear about it. I'll come to you in a moment. Um, Claire, Jamal, first, we've seen a huge jump in the number of cases. Alright, let's go restart the video. Here we go. Alright, as soon as it starts. I lose Wi-Fi, maybe? No? Nope. Alright. 
Alright, so we some like live on Ah man, what is this? The Chef Podcast? And the Joe Madness Show. We connect you through the latest as the novel Bringing you awareness of this deadly virus is the number of new cases reported outside Potentially, China pretty much is a full-blown pandemic in the world. Today warning, this virus still has the potential to erupt into a global pandemic. It already is! What happening Every goddamn continent except Antarctica. That's now our greatest concern. We're at a decisive point. Well, let's get you the latest numbers. More than 82,000 cases and 2,800 deaths. Some of the most troubling news today coming from South Korea. More than five. You know, it really does break my heart just listening to this. It really does. And there is growing concern about two other major hotspots for this virus, Iran and Italy. Iranian you got to do it, though. you got to give people a fighting fucking chance, man. You really do. ...has tested positive. She was seen... Sitting close to the Iranian VP of Women and Family Affairs tests positive. And in Italy, the epicenter of the outbreak in Europe, the number of reported cases <clears> jumped <throat> by more than 30% in a day, now topping 500. The health minister defending the country's handling of the virus. And we're going to hear from Italy's deputy health minister in just a moment. First, let me uh, bring in the CNN team on this. Demonic Karachi tracking developments out of Iran. Watson is in Seoul for you and Claire Sebastian. And nobody knows what to do. Watching the stock market Wall Street during its worst week since the 2008 financial crisis. Um, I'll come to you in a moment, um, Claire. Jamana, first, we've seen a huge jump in the number of cases in Iran. The death toll now at 26, with the number of infections nearly doubling, including another cabinet minister. How concerned should people be? Well, you know, Becky, I think people should be concerned. And the one issue here is that we don't really know uh, the extent of the outbreak in Iran. You know, we just don't know how bad the situation. You know, I I think it's bullshit when they get on a fucking mic like that. that, uh, (coughs) They try to downplay a situation that's bigger than what they're presenting out there to the world. uh, Tightly controlled. And if you look at the figures, if you look at the mortality rate from coronavirus at this point, Point, it's somewhere around 10%. That is significantly higher uh, than any other country. That's a lot. It really is. Think about your taxes. There's lots of uh, questions uh, about that. And you know, here in Texas, we pay about 8.5 for state local taxes on goods. People bitch about that. This is about 10%. in the country are people not going to hospitals and reporting this and you know is this a case where we're seeing the Iranian alright so let's go and stop this for a minute <clears throat> you know I haven't really been talking too much because I you know I didn't want this this episode to be about myself you know I, I wanted it to be about you know awareness on this pandemic that's just blown out of proportion man this guy's so out of control. And it seems like the media themselves are doing everybody a disservice by sitting there and downplaying it. Everybody should be fucking terrified. This is something that's affecting everybody. I mean, you talk about the, the facts that one continent 
out of fucking seven is not affected by this. Well, last time I checked, probably nobody lives in Antarctica. You know what I mean? So you got all the rest of the fucking world infected. Essentially. I mean, there's continents and then there's countries. I mean, obviously it's not in every fucking country. Or is it? Do we fucking know? She just basically said, hey, you know what? A lot of people aren't going to the fucking hospital. Rightfully so, though. What happens if you do go to the hospital? They might put you in a goddamn cage. You might never see your family again. You might spend the rest of the end of your days alone. Who wants that? So when I sit here and I talk about, you know what, man? This shit's bigger than everybody out there. It really is. You know, I fucking had this throbbing from just thinking about it, you know? I got so much pressure going up, up in my head, you know? It makes it really hard to do these goddamn episodes. You know, it kind of... Kind of really only happens when you talk about this, in my opinion. You know, from my own perspective. But this is something that... It's not about me, though. This, this fucking episode, this live video... This video, essentially, this audio, is not about me. It's about letting the goddamn fucking world know about what is really going on, you know? So you should be terrified, you should fucking be cringing in your fucking chairs right now. You should be fucking soaking your panties, your fucking, your boxes, I mean, they should be soiled. Because this stuff is not fucking going away, not tomorrow, not the next day. I mean, we're looking at something essentially that's going to be around for a long time. You know, when the SARS thing happened, <clears throat> I didn't know anything about it. I still don't. Because they didn't do shit. You know, of course, people died, unfortunately. But this is something that's mimicking the goddamn flu. Now, how many people go to the goddamn doctor over a flu? How many people are going to go to the fucking doctor after hearing that they're going to quarantine you because they might think that you have the coronavirus? How do they fucking know that you got it? I don't know. It's fucking scary. The government basically controlling the information and not being very transparent about what is going on. And we've heard from people uh, in Iran, some, uh, you know, taking the risk of speaking out on social uh, media. And CNN has also been able to speak to some people inside the country anonymously who wanted to also share their concerns about what is going on. And some say that their government is doesn't seem to be taking the situation seriously, that it's not doing. I don't think uh, the U.S. Enough. is taking it seriously. But the Iranian government is saying the situation is. I think we're going to get blindsided by it. Measures in place, even that extraordinary move of well, what are you uh, supposed you know, to do though? holding friday prayers anybody know i have nothing i got nothing uh, i don't know outbreak, but still some are questioning wear a mask you can wash your goddamn hands any, uh, i do all of those things except the mask i still get the flu wash my hands like a thousand times a day gulf region is that this thing uh, could spread significantly and we are seeing incidents uh, of those who have traveled through iran uh, now getting in other places ivan the number of cases in south korea 
um, increasing significantly, announcing <coughs> 500 new cases today. What are authorities doing and saying that? Well, one... You know, mark my fucking words, though. You know, nobody out there is, is fucking paying attention. They're really not. Now, you know, I, I, I hate to say this, but I think it's fairly accurate. I think it's very telling, you know, given the circumstances and the situation. I think that this goddamn fucking virus is going to have mankind on its fucking knees. Screaming. Hollering for fucking somebody to save them. And fortunately for us, there's not going to be anybody there. You know, when I sit there and I tell you guys to fucking spread the word, man. You know, talk about this bullshit. You know, a lot of people are probably not going to listen. They're just going to laugh it off as the next, you know, whatever that just came along. Came along. That's fine. You know, those fuckers, you know, they want to be ignorant. They want to sit there and pretend like nothing's happening. We got these goddamn dogs outside. Fucking barking at everybody. Trying to do a fucking show here. All right. But yeah, unfortunately, you know what? You know, there, there comes a time and everything. Where it just, it looks like it's going to come to a halt, a fucking end. And unfortunately, this might be one of those fucking times in history where it might very well kill everything. You know, what happened with the dinosaurs, if you believe those are real. Hell, even Jesus died. And his dad's a god. Who's your dad? Is your dad a god? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, just... Fucking tell everybody. Let everybody know so they have a fucking fighting chance at least. Dramatic move is that the military alliance here, Becky, that's the U.S. and South Korea, the commanders have just announced that they're postponing joint military exercises indefinitely. And that probably is due to the fact that the Korean Defense Ministry says it has nearly 10,000 Korean military personnel in quarantine, and they've already found some 25 cases of coronavirus across all four branches of the South Korean military. The U.S. military here in Korea, and recall there's around 30,000 troops stationed here, uh, have confirmed a third case linked to one of the U.S. bases here. In this case, it's a South Korean employee uh, attached to Camp Carroll. That is a base near the southern city of Daegu, where roughly half of South Korea's coronavirus cases uh, have been diagnosed. That's the third case on uh, yesterday. There was a 23-year-old American soldier. You know, it's really rough to sit there and listen to all this crap. Tested positive for like I feel like I have to do it. Because I know I got people who listen to my show. I know I got people who watch my videos. So I got to fucking torture myself to get this fucking word out there, man. I'm going to fucking gladly do it. Further, meanwhile, as you mentioned... 
more than 500 new cases in a period of about 24 hours. And unfortunately, uh, about 13 people have lost their lives here in South Korea as a result of coronavirus. That city, Daegu, which is kind of the uh, epicenter of South Korea's outbreak, we haven't seen any signs of panic there. Uh, however, we've been talking to some residents there, including this English teacher from the U.S., uh, who is determined to stay in that city and weather out this public health crisis. Take a listen. There's just fewer people out on the streets. Everyone's, uh, for the most part, taking the self-quarantine advice very seriously. I went out myself today because I had to pay a bill at the bank, but um, I was wearing gloves, everyone's wearing masks. Um, it's just life is normal except the streets are sparsely populated. The, I live near a couple markets and those are still open. Um, the convenience stores are still open. Now, the authorities say that they're moving some of the patients from Daegu to hospitals here in Seoul to help accommodate just the, the sheer rush of people who are seeking treatment now. All right, let's go on to the next video. I think we got one more, I think. If I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> no, we actually got two more. Okay, all right. All right, so the next one's called Coronavirus at Risk of Becoming a Historic Disaster. I'm only going to listen to a little bit of this one. The spread of the coronavirus. A lot it's of pretty crazy. What the economic effects are. What do you make the economic effects out to be? David, no one knows, but I think the risks are very large. Experience uh, suggests that major pandemic events are events that take place somewhere between half, once every half century and once every century. The fact that this one has gone so far has to mean there's a substantial chance that it's the one for this half century or this century. And the events that take place that infrequently, the worst of them, kill a number of millions of people and quite possibly as many as 10 million people. And they disrupt commerce and transportation and the ordinary doing of business, not for weeks, but for many months, or even a period approaching uh, a year. So I'm not certainly confident uh, that this is going to be a historic uh, disaster, but I think there is a risk that we are still in the top of the second inning with respect to uh, this tragedy, and I'm not sure that risk is fully appreciated. Some time ago, I looked at uh, some detail with collaborators at the history of pandemics over the last uh, century, and our research uh, paper suggested. It's a rough listen, it really is. So, are we going to go on to the next video? They were really of. Uh, Damn. Catastrophic uh, oh. magnitude, and that if you took the. All right, here we go. Coronavirus on every continent except Antarctica.
virus as it spreads globally. Japan is among those governments. Prime Minister Shinzo Abe has called for all public schools to close from next Monday until the end of spring break in April. This as new infections of the virus outside China outnumber those in China. Let's take a look at a map that shows the severity of the situation in the affected nations. Now, the deeper blue uh, the country here, the larger the number of reported cases. And as you can see, China still has uh, the highest number of cases, more than 78,000. This is by uh, DW News. Countries or territories have confirmed cases of the virus. The total stands at more than 82,000. Now, South Korea has again seen its biggest one-day jump in infections, and Saudi Arabia has stopped travel to religious pilgrimage sites due to fears over the virus. In Europe, Italy's outbreak has worsened, while Romania, Denmark, and Estonia are the latest countries to confirm cases. And Australia is taking... You know what's happening over in the UK and Asia? They're all together. Numerous international flights have been cut back. It's the worst place to be right now. There's a closer look at how countries around the world are fighting to ward off a pandemic. Streets deserted as infections surge in Italy. Several new cases across Europe. More deaths reported in South Korea. And many global events, from sporting matches to conferences, <coughs> cancelled. Around the world, preparations are ramping up as fears of the virus turning into a pandemic grow. Australia has kicked off emergency measures. Well. WHO is yet to declare uh, the nature of the uh, coronavirus and its move towards a pandemic phase. Um, we believe that the risk of a global pandemic is very much upon us. You know what makes it so scary? As a government, is that nobody knows how it's <clears throat> being spread. Such they think they know, but they don't know. As the number of cases in the Middle East rise, Travel to holy sites and talking about fucking birds, talking about airplanes, people, insects, water. Maybe thought about that one. To report a single case is taking preventative measures, closing its borders, and postponing the new school term. The virus's epicenter in Wuhan, in China, remains the worst hit. Most of the reported deaths and cases are in the city and the surrounding Hubei province. But as China's infection rates slow, the virus is now spreading faster elsewhere. More and more countries are reporting cases and upping their efforts to contain outbreaks. We can speak now to Christian Ninmeyer. He's a spokesman for the World Health Organization, and he joins us from Geneva. Christian, good to have you here on DW. This uh, outbreak has now is now global. It has affected nearly every continent, uh, 82,000 cases. Where does your organization, the WHO, put its focus in tackling this outbreak? In focuses. The one is, of course, in China, um, the source of the outbreak, as we know. Um, here, as the report also said, we have actually good news. That means we have declining cases and we have less, for second time in a row now, less cases inside China than outside China. Um, the flip side of that coin is exactly the other side that we have now more cases. You know, that's some bullshit when they sit there and tell you you got declining cases. When people that were cleared are testing positive again ramp up their response and to prepare for exactly that scenario. And preparing means a lot. Preparing means getting your health system ready, getting your healthcare workers uh, ready and protect them. Because these are the first 
who would normally have to field uh, any sick patient or any patient with symptoms. So we, we need, the countries of the world need to protect their healthcare workers. That's step one. The second is preparing um, or protecting the vulnerable population. That's the patients with underlying conditions or the elderly, the weak. And uh, third, of course, it needs a lot of information uh, and helping those countries who are not as strong in responding to this outbreak. Christian, I want to ask you about that flip side because this is extremely worrying. I mean, why are we seeing this spread in infections to places where there doesn't appear to be a direct link to the epicenter in China? It's a good point, uh, which we still have to understand more. So most in the vast majority of all infections come uh, from symptomatic people and from those um, who... I'm going to stop this video real quick. Link, but it seems or we still have... All right, so... Unless you've been living under a rock and you don't really know anything. There's a thing called migration of birds. So, they go from warm climates, or actually cold climates, to warm climates, right? So, if it's cold somewhere, they migrate somewhere else. So, they're able to survive. Able to continue living, right? Now, you're talking about, they're talking about right now, how is it spreading to places that have not had a direct link to China? There's fucking animals everywhere. People eat fish. People eat birds. Birds fucking eat shit. And then they go around, you know, flying somewhere else. And there you go, right? I mean, it doesn't take fucking much intelligence, I don't believe, to sit there and link those two. have to understand more about how possibly asymptomatic people have been transporting the virus. Um, and then have been showing up in countries or infecting others without a direct link yet back to the origin. So these tests and these looking into history of travelers, of infection history, is ongoing because we need to understand that, how uh, these infections are possible, how they come about, uh, if there is a link or if there's no link. You know, I think the number one cause of this is the airplanes. Okay, we are seeing people-to-people -people, uh, transmission. People are essentially uh, are able to go anywhere in the world. Cases. Should this be declared a pandemic? I mean, what would that provide your organization? So the World Health Organization has already ranked the highest alert that is possible in our system, that is declaration of a public health emergency of international concern. This is a mechanism which was declared already a month ago. Um, a month ago? It was already declared a pandemic. It reached uh, levels where it's multiple countries outside of the origin, not containable or widespread community transmission. So we believe we haven't seen this yet. We have seen many countries being hit by the virus, that is for sure. But most of these countries still have a good grip on these individual outbreaks. Um, they contain the people, they contain, um, they, they treat the patients, they, they trace the contacts and trace all the people who have possibly been infected on the way. They quarantine people uh, to, or instruct them to self-monitor for a while. So as long as this is under control... Uh, it's not under control. What are you talking about? There's a very high potential, as the colleague also just mentioned, of this reaching pandemic levels. And once it reaches, we will certainly talk in, in those terms. Uh, it's... Uh, but let's not make this mistake here. The effort of response is not limited or re related to whether we call it a pandemic or not, or whether the world calls it a pandemic or not. The efforts a country can do, the efforts the individual can do, the efforts every health system can do are there, yet it will be. All right, we'll have to leave it there. Christian Ninmaya, spokesman for the World Health Organization. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.
Now, here in Germany, the government has set up an emergency task force to deal with uh, what the health minister says is the beginning of an epidemic. The country has seen 10 new cases since Tuesday. A couple is being treated at a hospital in Dusseldorf, and schools and kindergartens in their town have been closed while officials try to trace a chain of infection. Health Minister Jens Spahn has urged regional authorities to review their emergency planning. <clears throat> We're at the beginning of a coronavirus epidemic in Germany. The cases in North Rhine-Westphalia and Baden-Württemberg are a further sign of this. The chains of infection are partly, and this is a new aspect, not... Oh, so you listening right now. There are multiple persons who had contact... <coughs> this shit is happening in other people's countries. Hometowns. Cities. And that's a qualitative difference to the 16 infectious cases we've already... You hear about what's going on there. You really think that it's not going to happen where you're at right now. You're fucking crazy. Now, here's another video I just came across. Now, this one's a little older, though. But let's listen to what they were talking about three weeks ago. All right, here we go. We're basically at a pandemic now. Mayo Clinic physician on coronavirus. More on the spread of misinformation about the coronavirus and the spread of the virus itself. Let's bring in our guest, Dr. Gregory Poland is professor of medicine and infectious diseases and the director of the vaccine research group at Mayo Clinic. And Dr. Scott Gottlieb is former FDA commissioner and now a CNBC contributor who is also a member of Pfizer's board. Dr. Gottlieb, I want to start with you and just try and get the numbers on the ground. You were with us last week and said at that point it was probably too late to stop the spread in China, but perhaps it was here. What, what do you think about the increased numbers we've since heard? Well, I think we need to change our posture here in the United States. I think we need to have a posture where we're going to try to detect outbreaks early. And that means broadening the screening criteria and broadening the capacity to do screening here in the United States. Right now, the posture seems to be focused on preventing introduction of the virus into the United States. That's helpful, but we have to assume it's already here and circulating. What we want to do is spot outbreaks early and step in to take measures to prevent small outbreaks from becoming larger outbreaks and an epidemic. How do you do that? I thought the CDC were the only ones who could actually do the testing on this. Well, that's just... The CDC should broaden that test to public health agencies and local labs, maybe even hospital labs. It's a simple PCR-based test. A lot of people could run it. We also should change the criteria for screening. Anyone who's presenting with an atypical, a bad pneumonia that has a negative screen on what we call the multiplex test for viral um, forms of pneumonia, and it's a suspicious case, they should probably get tested even, even if, if they, they don't, haven't been to China. Even if they haven't been to China, because Damn. what's going to happen is in a setting of an outbreak, it's going to be secondary spread. It's not going to be someone who visited China who gets sick. It's going to be someone who... You know, interact with someone who visited China who was sick and maybe asymptomatic or had mild illness. That's how we're going to spot an outbreak. Right now, if you believe that about 10 to 20 percent of people develop pneumonia, so it's only a small fraction will end up in the hospital, you might need dozens of cases in a city before you have enough suspicious cases showing up in any one institution to elicit testing. So you want to, you want to get that trigger um, earlier so you can spot small outbreaks, prevent them from becoming big outbreaks. Dr. Poland, what, what are your concerns at this point? And I guess, what, what's the upside? What do you think we're better at doing now than we were when SARS came out? Uh, uh, first of all, I absolutely agree with Scott and, and his recommendations there. We need to be clear. We're basically at a pandemic now. And what we need to be doing in a situation like this is we need, number one, point-of-care diagnostics. Which this is, is three weeks ago. <clears throat> And still you got the media telling people it's not a pandemic. And, you know, remember that SARS was... It is. It's a fucking pandemic, people. Pandemic. see measures like hand-washing, social distancing, wearing masks, etc. So that's what we really need to be uh, focused and concentrated on now. I, 
I think what we're trying, what we should be trying to do here is buy time to get to the spring and summer when the epidemiology of spread might change and hope that the summer is a backstop. It might not be a backstop because this is so novel. People don't have any cross yeah. immunity. It might still transfer into summertime, but we should hope that that's going to be a backstop. About the summertime, just to, let's talk about the economic impact for a second. If you're trying to wait till the summer, what else are you going to have to shut down between now and then? Well, look, I think the next two weeks are pivotal. If we don't start to see outbreaks in the United States within the next two or three weeks, we might have dodged the bullet here. I think we're going to start to see secondary spread in the United States in the next two or three weeks. And then what? And then it's going to be a difficult month. I think people are going to start to shut down. You know, this is three weeks ago. Try to curtail it's already happening. The good news is probably that people are sufficiently concerned that I think we will be willing to take measures that will be necessary to stop this movement becoming a bigger epidemic in the United right. States. Can we talk about like yeah. real physical it's a, it's early. Go ahead, finish your thought. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's early, but you know, we've had very limited second generation cases as opposed right. to other areas like China. Here in, here in New York, for example, yeah. large, uh, a, a lot of the Chinese immigrants moved to Flushing, Queens. So if you take the seven line out there, there's a lot of people wearing masks. Is that something that people in New York should consider doing just generally or no? Masks have limited usefulness. I mean, a, a, a simple surgical mask is going to get moist in a small amount of time. It's only useful for, for 10, 15, 20 minutes. Really? Uh, an N95 mask, a, a, an N95 or N100 mask is more useful for a longer period of time. Most people aren't using that. They're using nurses' masks if you look at what they're wearing. I think the best value of a mask, frankly, is it prevents people from touching their face because this really transfers exactly. through the conjunctivus. So right. people touching wow. something and then touching their face. So if they have a mask on the mask and they're less likely to touch their face, they're doing some good. Yeah. Dr. Poland, you point yeah, the out... Advantages, the advantages behaviorally. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, you point out that... Since SARS, the amount of train travel in, in China is up tremendously, the amount of air travel, and you can probably say the same thing around the globe, we are seeing people travel much yeah. more frequently. Well, that's, uh, that's really what makes this of concern. Number one, you've got a novel virus that can infect humans. We don't really understand its reproductive number. We don't really understand the case fatality uh, yet. The number of cases that you're hearing about, over 17,000 today, is absolutely an underestimate. Those are the more severe ones that we know about. What that real denominator is, we don't know. And as you point out, unprecedented in the history of mankind has been the level of travel. In one week in China, there were uh, about 2,300 flights at the beginning of January out from China to the rest of the world. That's a lot of people moving around. It's an excellent point. I mean, we know the numerator. We don't even really know the numerator because China is under testing right now from what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. But, but we definitely don't know the denominator. There's probably tens if not. That's right. I was just going to say, you know, the updated numbers of influenza are an estimate of about 25 million that have been infected, somewhere around 20,000 that have died this season in the U.S., and another two to 300,000 that have been hospitalized. So, oh, you know, you kind of compare the right. two. What Scott was getting ready to say, and, and is absolutely right, is this is a novel virus for us. There, this is an absolutely virgin population. We don't have any immunity to this, and that's why you tend to see somewhat more severe disease. All right. So, closing thoughts on this episode. You know, you heard it right there from people that are a lot smarter than I, and you probably. You know, on different levels, right? Different sides of that. So, let everybody know about this. This is something that's worldwide. Pretty much on every goddamn continent out there. 
And it's something that's growing. It really is. This is something that's not looking like it's going to go away in a long while. You know, we, we don't figure this out. We don't help each other out by spreading awareness about this virus as affecting everybody. Then it's, it's going to be a grim future. It really is. You know, you, you may think you're doing something today, tomorrow. Next thing you know, you got that goddamn coronavirus. You know? Not the Bodello virus. Not the fucking Coors Light virus. But the corona fucking virus. So. Fuck, man. That's all I got. I'm going to try to make more of these videos to keep the, keep the viewers out there aware of what's happening around in the world. With this coronavirus. This deadly pandemic that has got mankind worried. And if it doesn't have you worried... Maybe you should open your ears and your eyes and take a gander. Take a listen to everything that's going on around you. Because this is something that's very, very terrifying. And as always, I'm that motherfucker with a million dollar voice. You guys already know. I'm out, bitches.